Hello, White Sox fans. It's Crystal O'Keefe with episode 18 of Visiting Dugout, brought to you by Southside Sox, a part of Fans First Sports Network. Today on the show, I have the lovely Swilly, a lover of angels and a scorecard aficionado. Please introduce yourself. <laughs> oh, wow. What an intro. Thank you so much. Yes, I have. I'm six and one at Angel Games when I keep score. So. I don't have a choice anymore. I have to, I have to keep score, but um, <laughs> yeah. So my name is Swilly. Uh, I was born and raised in Southern California. Um, I got into baseball because I started playing softball and I thought, well, if I watch baseball, then I'll be better at softball. Right. So there was always angels baseball in my life, but I got really obsessed with it when I was maybe like 12 years old. And after I was done playing softball, I played up into college there was some more softball in my life. I said, well, I guess I'm just going to have to, you know, keep watching baseball. And uh, here we are. So that's, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm uh, just obsessed with baseball, Angels baseball. So I love it, especially at a young age. I love when like younger people get obsessed because that's, that's how I was. I was like a toddler watching baseball with my oh, grandpa. So I love that. And that's awesome. I, I didn't really, so I grew up like 15 minutes away from Angel Stadium. So it was always kind of in my life, mm-hmm. I guess, because I was so close, but I didn't really have a lot of family members that watched a ton of baseball. So um, I kind of found the love on my own, but I love that you grew up like I love that. Don't <laughs> mind the cattail. It's going to happen. I just oh, no. it's gonna, it's I have to lock my dog out of the room or else she'll bark the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> Plenty of guests have it. experienced this. <laughs> you get it. You get it. <laughs> All right. So let's let's chat Angels. So they're in yes. third place. You're above 500, though. Four games back. Yay. Um. So, and I mean, that's, that's impressive because your division is not the easiest division. So what are your, what are the vibes? Like what's, what's it like over in the American League West? Because I just don't pay enough attention to that. No, I get it. There's a, there's a lot of storylines, lots of, lots of baseball, lots of interesting teams this year. So it's hard to keep up. I get it. Um, You know, if you would have asked me like a week ago, I think my answer on how the vibes are would be different, but we just swept the Red Sox and we have won four in a row. We've won like, I think five of our last or six of our last seven, the vibes are high. I mean, (laughs) long story short, things are good. Um, We, so like I said, we swept the Red Sox with the four five and six man in our rotation because we do have a six swing man. Um, So, you know, shutting out the Red Sox, which I mean, they're a great team. Everyone in the AL East is just so good this year um yeah the vibes are good I'm happy we have an off day today so yeah things are good I'm happy good so with that like how does it feel to have like the two best players in baseball on your team yeah I mean it is for me at least and I think a lot of Angels uh fans feel the same way I am so I feel so blessed that I get to watch them play every single day and and I and I I really mean that from the bottom of my heart you know I feel like at first, maybe you don't realize how good some of these players are, but you know, Mike Trout just passed Joe DiMaggio on the home run list and he's Mm -hmm. 31. I'm like, Oh yeah, he's pretty good at baseball. And you know, all of the storylines around Otani are always uh, insane, which I'm sure we will get into. Um, But yeah, it's, it's amazing. And I feel very blessed to be able to watch them almost every single day. 
I once sat in the freezing rain in Chicago on a very like cold late night <laughs> yes. just to watch, you know, Otani and yes. myself because I was not going to miss this. They're not in Chicago all that often. So I'm right. not going to miss the opportunity and they won and I was okay with it. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm I, shocked. I'm okay. Like I got to see Shohei. This is what I wanted. <laughs> Yes, I, I hear that a lot from, uh, you know, different people on like Twitter and TikTok and stuff like, you know, I, I, you know, I, I watched him in Baltimore for the first time and it was amazing or like, you know, it was a family outing. Like, it's really awesome to hear how many people also appreciate him and take the time to really well, I mean, you know, Shohei is Shohei's the unicorn. Uh, yeah. So it was Mike Trout, but I feel like a lot of people go watch Otani now. And um, I love that. I love, especially with the new schedules this year with everybody getting to play everybody. I think it's great. I love that. I love that you did that. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's just so much fun. He's like this Prince charming, but he's also yes. somehow like the most relatable yes. baseball player you can find, like eating yes. Funyuns oh on God. the team bus. I was like, I like, there's no way <laughs> I didn't love him. Like yes. he, could, he could go to my least favorite team ever. And I'd still be like, yeah, Otani. Same. Um, I'm a, I'm an Otani stand for life. I, I, you know, Wherever he ends up, I'm, I'm, I love him. And I, it's so funny that picture has <laughs> so, so Patrick Sandoval took a few uh, film photos of the team in general and he posted them on his story. And, you know, in like Angel's Twitter verse, you know, we're like, I don't think Patrick Sandoval, how much he just broke the internet with that okay. picture. Oh my God. The man is so, God. Yeah, you're right. Relatable is a good word because he's just such a goofball. Like he has handshakes with everybody on the team. And then, and I feel like that's the part about Shohei that the media doesn't really talk about, which mm -hmm. like, you know, whatever, I get it. Um, but God, he's such a goofball and he's so relatable and yeah, know, all he, of the things. <laughs> he had me cheering for Japan. Yes. Baseball classic. I was like, screw How it. Could you not? Yes. Full on Japan. I don't care that much about this country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get it. I mean, again, how could you not cheer for him? Even, yeah, I get it. Oh, I just love him. Yeah. So you got a lot of crazy injuries going on this year with the Angels. First, Anthony Rendon. Like, he hasn't started his on-field activity yet. But he, but I've heard that he's, like, progressing quickly and that he might be back, like, Wednesday. Do you, I mean, what's going on there? Well, you know, with Rendon, I don't have an answer. I, I mean, I, you know, it's been a few years and we still haven't even gotten a full season out of him. Mm -hmm. um, his, I, I saw a tweet a couple of weeks ago. I don't remember, but like, you know, the amount of money he's made per game is like gross because he's only played however many games. Um, but yeah, with, with him, he's been an interesting storyline this year, you know, with the Oakland series, mm. you know, being suspended, mm -hmm. um, which, you know, that it is what it is. I, that's a whole different topic that I totally didn't even think about until right now. <laughs> um, you know, fans heckling professional athletes, like, I don't know. Um, so there was that. And then, you know, all of his past injuries. And then this year, I don't, yeah, I don't know what's going on with him. Although he started the year out great. I mean, yeah. you know, he, he's doing well. I, I don't know what the numbers look like now with Moniac, but even with him being out for the last however many days, 10 days or so, he's still leading the team in average OPS, like 
all of these things, which you're like, oh, finally, is this is this the Rendon that we're going to, I mean, you're a couple years late, but. What we were promised. <laughs> right, exactly, yeah. exactly. I, I never, I, I tweeted this the other day. I never thought that I would say, I really need Anthony Rendon back in this lineup, but I'm saying it. Yes. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. And then on the other hand, you've got Jared Walsh, who has yeah. been cleared to play again. Mm-hmm. But that's got to be scary knowing, you know, because you don't want to mess with neurological stuff because you never know when it's going to come back. So absolutely. Yeah, that that, that whole storyline with Walsh has been kind of a roller coaster because, you know, he was an all star in 21 mm-hmm. uh, was, you know, mashing at the plate like he was so good in 2021. Um, I don't remember when he got. COVID, but I, I think some of the neurological symptoms were COVID based. Mm-hmm. So in 2022, we saw a pretty big decline and, you know, fans, you know, what's going on? Like, is it an off year? Um, and then during spring training, he went on the injured list because he had insomnia and mm-hmm. me being, you know, a piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> hopefully I don't know if I can cuss on that. Okay, perfect. I'm like, me being a piece of shit fan, I'm like, so like, can I call out of work because I have insomnia? Like, okay, must be nice. You know, you know, and then you find out, well, there are neurological issues. He was having trouble with speaking full sentences. He was mm-hmm. running into walls. He would sleep for 72 hours at a time. And I'm like, okay, I'm an asshole. Like I did it. Like <laughs> nobody suspected it to be that bad, but you know, he was doing some sort of treatment in Utah, I think for like six, six weeks or so uh, after spring training and, you know, spent a couple days in AAA, killed it, and now he's back on the field. So we're happy to have him back while she's definitely a fan favorite and he is a great first baseman. Um, but, yeah, definitely don't want to push it too much just because, yeah, I don't know. I feel like you don't really know if some of that stuff is going to disappear for good or not. But, mm-hmm. yeah, good to have him back for sure. Yeah, that's that's kind of how I – that's the same boat I am with Liam Hendricks because cancer's a really I... big thing and, like – He's a fan favorite. Everyone loves him. But at the same time, I just like want to put him in bubble wrap and be like, yeah, we watch you. And I, I don't want to rush you. Absolutely. And like, oh, he could be back next week. And I'm like, no, he just had cancer. <laughs> like, oh, what? I mean, ever, I feel like every baseball human is rooting for him and yeah. it makes me happy. It's like, this is, this is how, how baseball should feel. Like everybody rooting for these players to, you know come back on the field and succeed. And he's been doing well in his, uh, in his appearances. Yes. Yeah, he has. Um, He's been doing pretty well. And then they're obviously kind of monitoring him quite a bit. And again, they they're doing it right. They are kind of taking it slow, but just when I hear stuff like, Oh, he'll be back by this next series. I'm like, no, no, please like take care of my baby boy. He's a treasure. Yes. I love him. He's great. Great human being. Yeah. Um, (laughs) This kind of, you know, speaking of Liam Hendricks, so you guys have had a lot of chatter going around because, you know, your bullpen isn't great, your outfield isn't great, um, and some of those people that have been, you know, talked about, Angels might be targeting someone like Liam Hendricks, mm-hmm. Kendall Graveman, and then obviously mm-hmm. there was kind of the off-season talk about, well, what if Tim Anderson was an Angel? Right. That seems to have been squashed since, but... Yes. I mean, do you think these guys would make it any better? And and if so, like, are you, who are you willing to part ways with for a trade? Yeah. Um, you know, 
again, I, I think because it's so early in the season, you know, your feelings early on about certain parts of a team of a squad can kind of change. Like I, I feel like in the last couple of weeks we have seen, you know, bullpen guys find their roles. We do have a fairly different bullpen than we did last year. Even our rotation is different than it was last year. Um, as of late, uh, to be honest, our, our bullpen has been doing really well. Mm-hmm. And 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 you you can look at some of the stats and see, okay, like we have the second most saves in the league. Our, you know, our bullpen ERA is is fairly low, top 10, top seven in the league. So we are seeing these guys kind of find some roles, which is good. However, I, I would feel good about another solid bullpen arm um, and, and maybe another starter potentially. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have some good talent in the minor leagues. However, I think depending on who we want, you can only get so far with prospects. I, th- I think depending yeah. on who you want, you know, some teams are going to want solidified talent or immediate fixes, immediate needs. So I, I wouldn't mind seeing somebody, oh God, seeing this is going to break my heart because I, I mean, I'm sure you do too, but I just get yeah. so attached to some of these yeah. players, right? Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, you know, seeing some of these players go, it would, would make me rather sad, but you know, we do have like a Joe Adele who is a, who's killing it in AAA certified, you know, quadruple A dude. Like he does so well in AAA and then he comes up and he, you know, struggles. Although from what I hear it just in the community, he is a very hard on himself mentally right. and, you know, has trouble with confidence. So I think that's why he's been down there for so long this year, but I think using him and maybe like a Taylor Ward, which again, oh, I'm going to make me so sad because I really like Wardy, but now we have Mickey Moniak who's coming up here and just like literally <laughs> hitting a home run every time he yeah. is up, he's up to bat. So it's like, how do you sit him? So, you know, maybe somebody like a ward or, you know, in 2021, we drafted all pitchers. I mean, it was a big headline. You know, we took 21 pitchers in the draft. So we do have some good pitching prospects. But again, I think somebody that's on the 40 man, I could see maybe like a Taylor Ward. Um, I'm trying to think of some other like even bullpen pieces, but. Um, you know, maybe like a Luis Renjifo. Uh, he had a great year last year. He isn't doing as hot this year, batting average wise, but he's getting on base a lot. He's fast. He's a switch hitter. Mm-hmm. So probably a combination of any of those things. Yeah, that's that's fair. And then they did just call up Sam Bachman. Is that yes? Is that like a good kind of fix for the interim? Like, how do you feel about him? You know, okay, so. I feel indifferent about prospects getting called up so soon. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he was our first round pick, uh, God, ninth over ninth overall in 2021. In I don't know what league your guys's double uh, A team is in, but ours is in the Southern League and they're testing out a new baseball down there. So okay. it's a, it's supposed to, which, oh God, I, they always get the, shit under the stick. I don't understand it, but they're, they're throwing with like a tackier ball. And a lot of guys are kind of complaining, like, this is not a good solution. I don't have as much control, you know, all of these things. So his numbers aren't fantastic this year, but I like that our front office is trying to actively fix these things now, rather than in like August or September. So I don't hate it, but I don't, 
love it. I mean, we'll see what happens, right? Yeah. I, our, 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 we do have good arms now, so I don't think it hurts us. I don't think he's just going to get thrown in there right away and, you know, pitch in every game or whatnot. Right. That's good. Yeah. So where do you see the Angels sitting midseason? And then again, you know, like even just July and then again in September, like, I mean, they're, they're third, they're over 500. So it's not right. like there's a big concern, but do you see them kind of overtaking Astros? Because the Astros are not right. what they have always been this year. Yes. The, uh, the Astros typically have a slow start, but this is mm-hmm. a slower start than past seasons. So I am hoping that the trend does continue. Um, but, you know, I, I do think that we are playing a lot better ball just in general. You know, the stats are one thing, right? But there's the eye test as well. And these guys look like they're having fun. They're, you know, they have the sickest home run celebration I've ever seen in my entire life. They, you know, they're interacting with each other all game. They just look like they're having fun. They don't look like just they're, you know, just going through the motions and whatnot. So I do hope that we are still, you know, five to 10 games over 500. We are in a tough division and we play the AL East a lot in the first half. Um, And they're just tough, man. The AL East, ugh. They're so good this year. I mean, they're always good, but they're so good this year. So I am hoping that we are five to 10 games above 500. And I feel confident in saying that we can keep that pace. Yeah, I I have faith in you. I Like you said, the Astros are off on an even slower start, and they did lose a lot of key pieces. Yes. And they are also down bad with injuries. Yes, they are. And I mean, Jose Abreu, what is, what is happening with that man? Like, so, okay. So on the South side, yes, we always just kind of make this, you know, almost joke of like, we want August Abreu because yeah. when it's cold in Chicago, like your April, May, he's still kind of falling out. Yeah. And that's when he gets better. It's like, once it gets really hot, that like Cuban blood just comes, yes. <laughs> it's just pumping and he's like really good. And then I was like, but he's in Texas where it's right. like always warm now. Yes. And he's inside most of the time. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's holding. true too. So and we, I mean, I don't know what's going on. And yeah. at the same time, he had been on the White Sox for like 10 years. Yeah. So I think it's a big adjustment when you Mm -hmm. leave everything you know and kind of go to the enemy Um, sure but yeah I I don't even know what's going on at this point like this I don't even think he's hit a home run yet he hasn't no home runs yet crazy I mean I'm happy don't get me wrong like I I I'm happy because that was their one addition or in the offseason that was like oh yeah this is gonna push them over the edge which they're Mm -hmm. already they are the edge right so yeah, I, I'm not upset about it. I mean, yeah, that's that's crazy too. But yeah, hopefully, I think everybody would be okay with the Astros keeping a slow start throughout. Yeah, the yeah. They, I don't want to speak for everybody, but. They've had their moments in the sun. I'm ready yes. for a new regime. I agree. Like literally anybody but the Astros and Yankees yeah, would anybody. be ideal at this point. <laughs> anybody else, please. Yes. So do you have like a good MVP candidate, like say you have to pick an angel for MVP right now, who would it be? 
I mean, I feel like I have a lot of options, but I feel like, I feel like, I mean, oh man, there are a lot of guys I think that have been contributing a lot. Uh, I mean, Otani's the easy answer, right? I mean, how do you not just say him in any most valuable player conversation? Um, there are a few other guys that I feel like don't get the spotlight because they have two massive spotlights in the clubhouse, yeah. right? Um, I have been really impressed with Gio Urshela this year. Uh, you know, I, I I love a guy that could just get on base. And he is hitting the ball. He's hitting the ball well. He's driving runners in. He, he leads our team in a lot of clutch categories, which has been really nice to see. Um, so... Sneaky MVP. I love Gio and he's holding it down at third base while Rendon is out. But I mean, how can you not just give it to Otani? I don't know. Like, I don't know. I feel guilty not saying him <laughs> as my answer, but no, it's got to be Otani. Yeah, I understand. I mean, we've, we've <laughs> both like been very mushy about him already. Yes, so it's I, true. I completely get it. <laughs> All right. We are going to take just a very quick break to pay some bills. Get it, girl. All right. And we are back again. I'm Crystal O'Keefe and I have Swilly on to talk about all things angels because they are coming to town. That's right, baby. Very exciting. Everybody should go because like I mentioned earlier, I sat through freezing cold rain in Chicago just to watch. Yes. The best players in baseball just decimate the White Sox. Oh, my goodness. Don't even say that. Don't even say <laughs> that. You know, actually, the Angels and White Sox, like, all-time record, very close. Yeah. I don't – like, very close. So, listen, as much as I would love to come in and get a back-to-back sweep, I'm not I'm not holding my breath. It's very possible that you guys take one or two. Yeah. they. Well, I mean, to be fair, the White Sox have shown some heat lately. We've yes. got Jake Berger – who's mm-hmm. been on an absolute tear, Luis mm-hmm. Robert Jr., mm-hmm. even Gavin Sheets is, like, hitting them out of the park. So as long as, like, Tim Anderson kind of just gets back into his groove, I think it yeah. it could be lethal. Yeah, um, I, I agree. It was earlier in the season that it started to be <laughs> lethal, so we weren't down so bad. I feel that, yes. <laughs> I understand. But, and, you know, we've also – we've had some pitchers that have been liked out lately. Michael Kopech just had, yeah. like, the best game of his career the other day. Mm-hmm. And Lucas Giolito, who, as we're recording, is pitching. He's on my fantasy team. Yeah, he's yeah. he's great. He's been mm-hmm. back to, like, kind of 2020, 2021 Lucas instead of 18 and 22 where he's just been <laughs> Yes, I get it. I think, you know, I think we are used to the pitch clock ish, Mm -hmm. but I feel like when we're talking about some, I feel like there's a lot of players this year that are just like, you know, why aren't they doing well? Or like, why is this player doing well? I think a lot of it has to do with the pitch clock. Mm -hmm. And, And I, and, you know, I think we're just kind of forgetting that, yeah, we watch it, but these players have to live it and play with it. So that could be part of it. Yeah. I actually, I just wrote something the other day about mental health. And one of the players was talking about how he lost all of his confidence with this pitch clock because he was no longer able to kind of do like his counting and breathing techniques Mm -hmm. that he would normally do at the plate. And so he lost all of his confidence and had to go in the IL for anxiety. And like, he's still working with a psychiatrist on it. Yeah. 
So yeah, it, it messes people up, especially when they aren't used to it. Like our, our minor leaguers were fine because it had been tested on them already. Right. But, yeah, mm-hmm. I do think it's kind of, and I like the pitch clock, but I do think it's messing with some guys mm-hmm. timing for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think some of these guys just probably don't want to admit it or yeah. like, you know, whatever, the ego, I guess. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I agree. And you know, I I was very ritual heavy when I played, so I can't I can't I can't imagine playing it. It's 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 got to be tough. And you know, maybe some guys are succeeding a little bit quicker, and that's great. But confidence is everything in baseball. If you don't have mm-hmm. that confidence, like you're gonna get crushed. Yeah, I can't help but think of like the guys with the really funky pitching stances that they take to like warm up and just yes. do ridiculous things and I'm just yes. like well you gotta like speed this up or mm-hmm. poor Johnny Cueto oh. who would constantly like m- mess with timing and everything yeah. I'm like well what's he gonna do now <laughs> I mean he's not yes. playing right now he's injured right now but I was like right. what's he supposed to do when he's on that mound yeah there's a lot so of pitchers cool. like that yeah it's crazy pitch clock is wild but yeah so so how do you feel going into this series coming to well, actually, it's really hot in Chicago now. I can't even say chilly Chicago anymore. Oh, must be nice. It's so gross. I mean, as gross as, you know, Southern California weather can be. It's like 60 and overcast. Like yesterday, I, I'm i such a brat. I Yesterday at the game, at the Angel game, I had to wear like a big sweater. And like I was freezing. I'm like keeping score. It's like 58. I'm like, we're so spoiled. So I am very jealous of your sunny weather right now. I could use some sunshine. Must be nice. But anyways, um, <laughs> so, you know, I, I feel good about going into the series. However, like you said, we're catching we're catching the White Sox where they're I mean, what you guys are you have won seven of your last yeah. nine or something like that. Yeah. Like you guys are doing well. So I think I think it'll be a good series. I think if you would have, again, asked me like a week or two ago, maybe my feelings would have been a little bit different. I'd but, be in that same boat with you. <laughs> yeah, I think I think things would be a lot different. But um, you know, I think we're gonna see a high um high scoring series. I think I was looking at some splits earlier, and I think so you have uh you guys are throwing Kopek, G Lito, and Lynn. Yeah. And we're throwing Canning, Berea, and I have it written down. Um, and Anderson, Tyler Anderson. I don't think Griffin Canning has pitched against the White Sox or yeah, no, he has. I don't, one of our starters hasn't and the mm-hmm. other two have done kind of uh, mid ish. Okay. And, and I think all of your guys' pitchers have, and you guys at least compared to the rest of their splits have done well against the angels. So yeah. I think with that pitching in mind and, you know, our offense in mind, which has been pretty hot, I think we're going to see a high scoring series, which I'm always down for. I mean, you know, a rubber match is fun, but I want to see some hits and some base stealing and some home runs and stuff. So I love it both ways where there's like a pitcher's duel because Mm -hmm. I'm a big pitcher's girly. But at the same time, I love when an offense just like implodes. Usually I only love it if it's my team doing, of course, you know, blowing up um, runs, but yeah, I agree. Like, I, I do love just crazy high-scoring game. They had one just, you know, a couple of weeks ago in Cincinnati. And mm-hmm. then the other night, they scored five runs in, yes. like, the fifth inning, I think it was. Love- so so fun. fun to watch. So fun. So, I mean, stringing hits together is the best, right? I mean, 
Oh, I love that. That makes me yeah. so happy. You know, it's bad <laughs> when like Yasmani Grandal is back to hitting home runs. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know he is it's so funny because I I play MLB the show sometimes Mm -hmm. and his uh, his speed is always like one I'm like oh little Yasmani you're trying (laughs) though you're trying my son loves to come up and like tell me different like just everything and he was like no Yasmani is so slow (laughs) I know I have to watch it all the time (laughs) I still love him so much but oh man I mean my age I yes. can't imagine running the bases at my old age. Oh my God, stop. <laughs> stop it. Hey, 90 feet's far. I'm like, it is. 90 feet's far. Can't do it you. anymore. If you win <laughs> running to first. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Too far. So, do you have some like keys for the Angels to take this series? Like, it's something to really, White Sox to really like look out for? Yeah. I mean, I think one of the big keys for us in recent weeks has been getting quality starts out of our starting pitching. Uh, at the beginning of the year, our guy, like I was clapping and cheering when our starters went five innings. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, especially with us having some really good bullpen arms and then some really not good ones, we have to be able to get like six innings out of our starters, which these, you know, these three starters, they are, they are our four, five, six, like I mentioned, but their past starts were great. I mean, Canning just went seven innings um, and gave up. I don't think he gave up any, any runs. He might've given up one Tyler Anderson last night, gave up one run to the Red Sox. So we got to get quality starts out of our starting pitching. That's like the one thing for me that I think is going to be super important. Um, otherwise, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, don't, if it's not broken, don't fix it. We're doing well. So quality starts are big for me. Yeah, that's, that's totally fair. Yeah. Um, and then like, do you, do you have any big fears, but on the other hand, like who are kind of your biggest threats on the angels for this white Sox team? Hmm. That's a, Good question. Um, so let's see. So Kopech, Gilito, and Lynn, they're all right-handed. They're all righties. Yeah. We tend to do a little bit better against lefties, but I think that's as such as with most teams. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we do have a very deep lineup, which is something I haven't been able to say in so long. Like we're able to plug in like good quality guys, depending on who's pitching. So we, we do have a lot of lefties and we are able to kind of switch up our lineups based on who's pitching. I really am excited to see how Moniac does, especially after two days off, you know, he has such a hot start. uh, And he normally does when he comes up to, you know, when he's done in, in the minors, but hopefully it carries over. I would say, Keep your eyes peeled for Mickey Moniak. I think he's going to have a really good series because he does so great against righties. Mm-hmm. I think in his major league career, he's had, I think he's like one for 24 against left-handed pitching. So not very good. So that would, that would be my guy that I'd keep, I'd keep my eyes open for. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Cause that's one I don't necessarily even think about, but yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, we can, we can move on from this series and just talk overall baseball at this point because I love to ask 
who everyone has, you know, going all the way this year. Yeah. Who is just really surprising you, underperforming, or isn't is like an underdog this year. So yeah. how are you feeling overall with this season? It's it's been fun. I mean, I think that there are a lot of, like I mentioned earlier, a lot of really fun storylines this year. I mean, you know, the Rays started out the season so hot. Uh, so, so grossly hot. I think they're coming back down to earth a little bit, but I mean, still, what is they're like 32 and something. I don't even know the record right now. It's so, <laughs> it's, it's disgusting. Right. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I think in terms of my biggest surprise and maybe I'm biased, but the Rangers, even without yeah. like Corey Seager, they have, I mean, you know, he's playing now and he, of course he's killing it right, right now, but I mean, God, they, I mean, they're in first place in our division and they have a, I mean, three to four games this uh, early in the season isn't really too much, mm-hmm. but oh my God, the Rangers are horrifying. Like I'm more scared of the Rangers now than I am the Astros. Yeah. And so, they also don't have to right now. <laughs> Right. I mean, good law. Lo- oh, God. That's, I mean, they had to have expected at least one IL stint. But- well, yeah, you have to with him. I love him dearly, but you have yes. to with him. Yes. I don't, ha- is- I don't know how many times he's been on the IL. Is it only twice this year or is it three times? I think it's just been twice. Okay. It feels like three times. I don't I, it feels how- like 70 at right. this point, but yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the Rangers are great. I mean, the Orioles too. Mm-hmm. So fun to watch. I mean, that's just a group of young dudes just having a good time playing baseball. Like they're yeah. all so young and they, I don't know if the Rays keep going in the direction that they're going. And I mean, I don't know the Orioles are fun though. Um, yeah. And I mean, disappointment gotta be the Padres, right? Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? Viral. Yeah, I mean, you can have a super team, but if they they're not vibing, if they're not gelling, then you can't really win a lot of ball games that way. So, quick question to follow up yes. with the Rays: Do you think yes. they peaked too soon? Hmm, that's a good question. Did they peak too soon? maybe only because they kind of set a precedent for what their ball club is capable of. Um, And, you know, they really capitalized early on with a lot of teams, you know, still getting adjusted, acclimated to all different types of things, including the pitch clock. So maybe, maybe they did peak a little bit too early, but I also wouldn't be surprised if they peaked again. Like, I think, I think they're very capable of that. Um, But yeah, that's a great question early. I think they did peak a little bit too early. And that's such a tough division. Like, right. that's going to be somebody clawing their way to first right. when it comes down to it. And I mean, at this point, it could be anybody. Absolutely. First, because they are all so good. Oh, my God. I know. I mean, the the Yankees have won 30, ga- 30 games and they're in third place. Yeah. Like, oh, sure. Like, that's insane. The Red Sox started off hot and they are right. like, they're towards the bottom now. So mm-hmm. it's. Yeah, the AL East is a crazy division right now. Lots of fun to watch, though. Yeah, yeah. Especially, I I love watching the Orioles. They have yeah. just been a blast. Like, I got a 
Adley Rutschman Shirks. I'm just yes. like, I'm obsessed with this kid. Like, I just adore him. And I'm like, how can I get back to Camden to watch him this year? <laughs> like, I'm trying to, like, figure out flight plans. So I texted yes. him and I was like, hey, are you going to, like, be there during these dates? Yes. She was like, no, I'll be in New York. And I was like, oh, shit, well, me too. <laughs> I guess <laughs> we can go to the Mets and the Yankees instead of, you know, yeah. Adley. But there you go. Oh. Yeah, Adley Rutschman is, is fun to watch. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Like you'd think he's been playing in the league for like however many years, and this is his sophomore season. It's yeah, just he's just so good at what he does, and he's so yeah. much fun. I just adore him. Yeah, I agree. <sighs> I won't be sad if they end up first. Like I would just love it and probably root for them for the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 hard to root against a group of young guys. Like mm-hmm. you know, they don't have a villain arc or anything yet. They're just having a good time. They're just playing baseball so yeah I agree with you if they do end up making a a run I mean you know unless if god forbid they play the angels which I don't know I don't even know if that's gonna happen I still (laughs) am so wary to get invested in this team even though I am very invested in this team but if they if they make a long run yeah that's probably gonna be the team I root for yeah they're fun and I feel the same with the diamondbacks the diamondbacks are full of young guys that Mm -hmm. are having a really good time and just playing very well. Right. Which I, you know, half the time I forget that they exist. I know. So for them to be making this much noise in, you know, May, June, it's it's pretty wild. It's good. It's good, you know, especially for a team like the Diamond. It's 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 just it's it's good when different not your normal teams are doing well. It's just good for baseball. It is. Yeah. Well That, I think, wraps it up. Um, So please um, plug your socials. Let us know where we can find you because you are a fun person to follow. I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, if you guys are into, you know, hearing me, hearing people complain about baseball and memes and stuff like that. And I have been posting a lot of scorekeeping stuff, too, which has been a lot of fun. Um, My tag is just Swilly Sports. It's on uh, all socials. So Twitter, TikTok. Uh, Instagram, all of the things. Um, but yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. If you're into shit posting, I'm your girl. So <laughs> that's what we do on like, yes, <laughs> I know. Oh, and I, and I have been like sort of plugged in or not plugged into white Sox Twitter, but like, I follow a couple people on white Sox Twitter. I met baseball gal Al really oh. early on when I started yes. um, like posting about sport. Oh my God. She's an angel. I want to, yes. I want to meet her so freaking bad. So because of her, I'm like, I have like a hand in White mm-hmm. Sox Twitter. It's, it's, it's an interesting place. I feel like we have similar sentiments about a lot of different things like our shitty owners and yeah. things <laughs> like that. So uh, yeah. White Sox Twitter is fun. It's a fun, <laughs> weird little environment yes. that's been I love created it. on Twitter. So, <laughs> I mean, you're welcome because yes, we can be a fun group. Like, like you said, Al is just she's just a perfect little angel. And yes, the kind absolutely. of goes like Jackie, me, Janice, Keelan, yes. Colleen, like a bunch of these like crazy fun girls of I White Sox Twitter. We all just kind of team up and make fun of everything. That sounds amazing. So yeah, all right. Well, again, thank you so very much for coming yes. on and talking about the angels best of luck to you i'm sad Thank that you. i can't be at the game this weekend Sir yeah me too i i want you to see shohei and trout again Event. but well, i'm trying to like make it out to more west because i haven't been you know to angels 
stadium. Like I need to do all of the LA and Mm -hmm. LA adjacent. Mm -hmm. Um, But obviously I would like to go to Oakland first before it's moved to Vegas. Yes. Um, But yeah, like the next couple of years, I'm hoping to make it out there. So as long as he's, he's still there. Yes. Keep that energy. I mean, I'm sure everybody wants him to leave except for Angels fans, but yeah, I mean, we'd take him. I'm sure you would. I can offer you you Jimmy Lambert. Oh, thank you so much. That's yeah. so kind. Well, I'll totally think about it. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. It was luck. a blast. It was yeah. a blast. Yes. Best of luck. Um, yeah. I appreciate you. Yes. Same. All right. <laughs>